Welcome to the X Factor Roping Podcast. Our goal is to give you the knowledge and tools to get the most out of what you love to do. I'm Pace Freed, the owner of XFactorRoping.com and your host. We want to bring you the best content possible and it would mean so much to us if you would continue to sign up and support XFactorRoping.com. Thank you for listening. So on this X Factor Roping Podcast, we did a little bit differently. We're with uh, George McQuain who is, oversees all the rope production at Classic and it's pretty cool. We get to talk to George and kind of learn his story as well as uh, we did a big Q&A. We got to ask a, bus- a bunch of questions about ropes, feel. You just kind of get an idea of what type of rope you can get at Classic. Uh, also, what professional guys use. We tried to cover the lays that a lot of the professional guys use as well. So there's a lot of great information for pretty much every level of team roper. I think you can get something out of this. George, I want to talk a little bit about breaking ropes in. I know there's a lot of ways guys do it, and uh, I was just going to get your opinion on how you like to break ropes in and how you recommend them so that we're going to get a consistent feel. And then also, you know, maybe how some other guys that you know that, that rope for a living, how they like to break their ropes in. Okay. Um, obviously, breaking in a rope is, I feel like, crucial. To get the most out of your money out of your rope, I feel like a uh, person can break your in, breaking your rope, uh, or you're going to lose. It won't last near as long. A uh, perfect example is... I had an endorser call me, he goes, man, I, I'm having ropes and they're just not lasting like long well, as they should be, you know? And I said, well, how you doing? He said, well, I just get in my go rope 20 steers and I feel like after that 20, 25 steers, and this is the heat of the day, they're just not holding up. I said, well, you know, there's your problem. You're, you have to break them in first and let them kind of get their memory back before you just go roping all day. Because what happens is if you get a brand new rope and just say you just go rope steer after steer after steer, well, it starts breaking it down a little bit and never has a chance to come back. And so your life is probably cut in half on that rope. So. What I like to do, and we'll talk about what other people do too, but I like to get my ropes and uh, I'm healing, but I, I will go rope a couple steers and I don't even necessarily just set them down. I just get a nice bump on my rope, one or two, and I have my tack rooms insulated. So I get them up, I put, them, I put mine back in my twist ties and I just lay them in, I have a box in there and I put them back in the box. I won't touch mine for a week or two, sometimes longer. In fact, I have some that have been sitting there a month or two. Right. Uh, but once I get those ropes out and I can rope with them, they stay the same. They last twice as long. Uh, it's because now that I've, I've roped a couple of steers, I've kind of stretched it. I put it up. It has a chance to kind of come back. And it's like once it comes back, it's almost like it solidifies it. You know, what I mean, it stays there, and then and then you're good to go. Whether it's hot conditions, cold conditions, um, it just stays a lot more consistent than where you just go all the time. Well, I think there's a couple important things in there. You know, right off the ties, you know, you rope a steer a light bump and the same thing for headers I, I mean that's kind of a hard deal if you go and you rope a neck or you take a big jerk and you're you're mashing on it and these steers are pulling on it it's going to really put a big stretch on the rope and i think that that's where you start breaking the rope down I, I think it's important to understand that those light that light pressure but a good stretch on it and and i think that that's one thing that you mentioned that's really really important the other thing is you talk about your tack room being insulated uh, can you kind of talk to me about how ropes handle heat and why you try to have it in a in a ideal temperature? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously heat and humidity is a rope's worst enemy. Um, you know, every time we go in a straight or somewhere like that and it's really humid and stuff, it it makes them, it's hard on them. It's just that, you know, cooler weather always makes them feel better, it seems like. But if you break them in right, that won't affect them that much. Um, and vice versa, you don't want to get your rope and throw it in your tack room or your, or your nose your trailer and then the sun beats down and you, if you walk inside your trailer, it's in the summertime, especially down here in Texas, it's hot. Okay. You know, well, that just bakes your rope and it's not good for it. So it's, it's I feel like once it's broken, it's not as bad, but it's, it, it's the thing is best just to keep them in a cool, 
the best you can, you know, in your house or at least in your living quarters or somewhere where the sun's just not baking on them all the time. And so after you've got a stretch on them and you go to coil them up, do you go the kind of that same, the same coil as that they could come in or do you go bigger coils or how do you do that? And that's going to go where we have people have very pain. Like I actually put mine back in the twist ties because I've rolled ropes for a long time and it's a habit to put them back. But a lot of my endorsers will get them and put them in great big coils. They'll either lay them on their tack room or they'll put them in, the, in their house in big coils. And a lot of them like the bigger coils. And that's what becomes that rope bag that has quite a bit bigger so they can just put them in big coils and put in the rope bag. Right. And no, I'm not saying that's it's wrong at all. That's I mean, it works good. I think the most important part is the actual break-in process. Now, whether you put them in your twist ties, obviously, I put mine in twist ties, I've rolled ropes, but you don't want to put them in real small coils or, you know, you want to do the same size of coils or bigger. I think it's important. You don't want to like make them real small coils, you know, or jam, you plus you don't want to jam a bunch of your rope bag and they're all crammed in there. I don't think that's good for them either. So. And so for headers too, you know, if they're wanting to really control the amount of pressure and stretch they put on them, like if they go to a post, how would you recommend that headers break them in on, uh, on going to a post or stretching their ropes out? Um, I think, you know, you're fine if you, I mean, I've seen it done both ways where somebody puts on a pulse and, you know, puts around there and they pull on a little bit. And I've seen people just put on a pulse on their horse and just kind of give it a light bump. You know, either way is fine. I think the main thing is just not overdoing it the first day. Right. You know, like you said, one, two steers, all or not a dragger, you know, I think that's plenty. And then you can put it up. And then back to that story earlier about the endorser, he started breaking them in that way. And he was amazed how much longer they last, you know, and that's. So that's why, you know, having that good stretch and that body kind of ready just allows for it to last that much longer. Yeah, it just comes back and it stays more solid. I will say this is not necessarily the baking process, but something to think about as far as seasonal ropes. Right. Um, we tie our ropes different in the summer than the winter. Um, in the summertime, a rope is actually harder on them and it'll make them kind of kick around a lot more the heat will. Mm -hmm. Well, in the cold weather, it does the opposite. It makes them want to come inside. So we put a lot more kick in a rope in the wintertime than we do in the summertime. Right. That being said, if you bought a rope in December and you use it in July, it's probably not gonna feel very good. It's probably gonna be a little bit firmer than you want. It's probably gonna have a little too much kick. Right. So uh, I think when you're buying ropes, you know, try to buy in the season. If you're buying in July, then you buy, you know, it's fine. But don't buy ropes, say, oh, they have a special in August and you don't use that rope till December. It's gonna probably not feel as good as you'd like it to be. So right. that'd be one of my tips as far as not necessarily breaking in, but getting ropes that feel good is try to buy it in the season. Mm -hmm. How do you recommend going to a roping or practicing with some newer ropes to get the most out of them? Do you use multiple ropes or we use one or? Um, personally, I use one. I mean, I, that's why I feel like our ropes uh, are really good at that. I mean, I've had people come to me and say, man, I can just use your rope. I use the same rope all day. Um, I use the same rope last week in a jackpot. Um, I, I feel like if you break them in right, the whole, now obviously if you're entered six times and you're running, you know, 30 steers and one's heavy or whatever, you know, that may not be a possibility, but, and if normal circumstances, one rope's pretty much all I need to get to the rope. I think if everybody breaks them in right, that's probably the same case. And that's another point as far as breaking in, I would probably tell people not to break them in the heat of the day. You know, if I'm, I got a brand new rope, I don't want to break in when it's 102 on a Saturday afternoon. You know, I prefer to wait at least till the evening time or if you're open in the morning, because uh, obviously that's a little harder on it too when you're breaking in and it's so hot. Right. But try to find a, the cooler time of the day to break them in in the summertime. You know, wintertime is not that big a deal, but in the summer, maybe find a cooler part of the day. Could you define the body of a rope? Body, and to me, is is the openness of the rope. It's the ability for the rope to, to have buoyancy to stay open 
so when you're swinging the rope, you know, it doesn't quite close together. It has a just openness feel. And, you know, you try to balance that with, with tip weight, which is obviously when you're swinging your rope, you can feel the tip of your rope coming down. It gives you uh, where you know it's at so you can fall through and hit your target. Um, but the combination of those two is what we try to uh, manipulate as far as different feeling ropes and how they feel. So if you kind of just take me through some of the lays on that, we'll start with the head ropes and, and kind of the guys that will, that will use that type of lay. Always on our lays, we go from a, on the head ropes, a 2X to a medium soft. Um, a 2X is obviously our softer one. It's gonna have the softer feel. Um, a lot of people like that when they're first starting because it's real soft and it doesn't, uh, it's easy to swing. Um, obviously the higher number of header you get up, it's probably too soft because they have more aggressive swings and it stay, it kind of gets behind them and closes up a little more. So um, a lot of our endorsers, like I said, Eric uh, Rogers used extra soft. Luke Brown uses a, an extra soft. Um, it's kind of like that, said the hill rope. A lot of the guys went down over the years, um, but obviously Driggers, he uses a uh, firm soft to a medium soft. Um, I would say majority of the guys that endorse for us are between soft and extra soft though. Uh, Clay Smith is a soft, you know, uh, I got lots of names in my head, they're all, you know, blank right now, but they're, that's general delays is that, that most of the people use. Our best sellers are extra softs in, in general public though. Uh, on the hill ropes, we start off, we do have a 35 foot soft in, in the heat and the NXT, mainly for the younger generation kids that are trying to learn how to heal, they can still, you know, it's light enough, they can swing it and throw and, and still soften, they can kind of handle it. Um, after that, it goes to a medium soft, the majority of the rest of the ropes, medium, hard medium, and a medium hard. Um, medium softs and mediums are generally our best sellers for the general public, I think, because it's like I talked about earlier, jackpotting, they can swing with their backs and get them in the position they need to be. It's easier to handle. Um, but majority of my pro guys, I would say probably 75% use a hard medium. Uh, I have a few that use medium hard still, but uh, hard medium is probably the most of the, the guys that ro rodeo for a living. Uh, will you explain the difference between like the trues and the lights? Yeah, the true is just a, a bigger diameter. Uh, I think lights kind of took the term of scant back in the day. Uh, it's basically the same thing as a smaller size, but uh, we have that in the GT4 and the XR4. The rest of ropes, honestly, are not, they say 3 eighths, but they're not the true 3 eighths back in the old days. They're, you know, they're a little bit smaller than that, but the light uh, basically determines it's a little bit smaller than a true. What type of feel, like a nylon might add or a poly might have? Typically a nylon uh, gives you a little less body uh, and maybe just more of a, like I said, I don't, I don't really know what other word to use, but maybe a deader feel. Uh, the, the all nylon ropes are more snappy, I guess you'd say, uh, quicker, where a poly blend is not as quick, but it has more staying power, I guess you'd say. I'm be the best way I could describe it. Uh, but poly blend always usually is, is heavier, it puts more weight into a rope. Uh, so if you like a heavier, more tip weight rope, poly blend is definitely the, the route you'd like to go. Now the softer you get in lays, obviously you can get more tip weight that way too with any rope. But what are some of the characteristics of the five-strand ropes? Um, the character, I mean, the five-strand rope is it's probably one of the most consistent ropes we have. Uh, even though my rope machines are the easiest one to make as far as being consistent. Um, like I said, they have a smoother, faster feel. Uh, they, they last quite a bit longer because it's, at least you'll be able to just practice with them. I'm not saying maybe just jackpot with, but you can practice one for a long time because it's with a smoother surface. It just stays smooth a lot longer, still feels pretty good. 
Um, but they have a little more weight in a smaller area, you know, like for a little rope they are, they still have some decent weight to them because we can compact more material in that smaller area. Why is the hardness or lack thereof hardness important? I think it goes back to uh, style and variety. Uh, it's just like anything else, you know, golf clubs or whatever else. People like a variety of different deals, fits different styles. Uh, obviously, Pesca likes a medium soft and Polly's like a medium hard. So I think just to, to fit the niche for all the people, you have to have a wide variety of lays. What makes a rope fast or slow? Um, I think uh, that's a good question. Uh, obviously, use. The older rope gets, the, you know, the slower it gets. Um, as far as brand new, I think that depends on the person. It's a matter of opinion, though. Know, I've had people say that some rope's faster than this other one, and people will disagree with that. So, uh, obviously, the spice strand is fast because of the texture of it. It's a little smoother, so it's a little faster. But Will body or, like, a smaller diameter kind of affect that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, smaller, the bigger in the diameter and the heavier it is, the slower it is. So the more you size it down and... Uh, it should it'll be faster because when you size it down, it gives more body also. If you could, for beginners, what are some ropes that you would recommend? You start with headers and healers. Um, I would probably recommend you know, like a radar or a heat extra soft, spider extra soft. Usually I'd recommend extra soft just because it's, it's soft enough they can easily get up, they can handle it. Um, you get too soft, it's hard to keep them open if they don't swing really well. Vice versa, if you get too firm, they can't feel anything. So on the heel ropes, I would say medium soft in like a GT4 light, NXT, or heat, uh, just because of weight wise. And then same reason for the lay. If you get too firm, they can't feel anything. And so it's hard to be their tip. Uh, what's your most popular head rope used by the pros? Powerline line. Extra soft, soft? Uh, I'd probably say extra soft by far, yeah. And uh, what about heel rope? Powerline line, hard medium. Powerline line, hard medium. What do you think they like the most about those ropes? I think it's a lot of it's the um, the size and weight of it and the staying power. They say where you throw it, it stays. You know, when they, the healers talk about it, when they open the gate, it just hits and it stays nice and open. And there's not much, I mean, that's my body, so it doesn't feel springy to them. Um, also, I think they like the way it handles the, the hard conditions. The, the poly blends, they, in their opinion, feel like they do better in the heat than the nylons do. What is a good rope to use when having to reach a lot? Um, I think it's going to go probably the Powerline Light or the MB4. The heavier ropes are, the I feel like, the better one because more weight you can get a little more on it and get it out there. I think the lighter ropes is harder to get, you know. Say, like, would body help keep a, a rope open? Um, is that what helps keep them open? Or what aspect of the rope helps uh, that? Body and kick. You know, it has to have body to stay open, but it also has enough kick. If it doesn't have enough kick, then when you throw it, it just wads up. So combination of both those things, I feel like, help keep the rope open. Yeah, kick is a term we use. People, some people call it load. I've heard different terms, but kick's what enables the rope to turn over. So especially for people that are low-numbered, uh, that don't maybe swing as well as high-numbered guys, it gives them the ability to turn the rope over without it backswinging. And so that's a crucial part of the rope, and that's done in the tying process. And so that's why it's, I mean, it's really important to know that hey, these ropes are coming out fresh. There's a lot of turnover on them and you're going to get them right in season. And, and, you know, and you might even sometimes ask whenever you're buying ropes, like, when did these come in? Because that, because they're going to have more, like I said, more some in the wintertime ropes than they will the summertime ropes. Yep. So exactly. Uh, what are some important characteristics to remember when creating a rope 
that does cater to so many people? Um, I think you just got to find, uh, you know, a rope that weight-wise and uh, body-wise, tip-wise, just, you know, feels good to the general public. Uh, and that's, I think like the heat is one of those ropes that does that. It has a nice body. It's not too heavy. It's, you know, it's kind of middle of the road rope where it has all the characteristics, but, you know, not an extreme of any of them. Uh, what's a good rope for someone to use with a strong swing? Um, I think, you know, lay is mainly, mainly important on that because the stronger swing you have, probably the firmer rope you need. Uh, obviously, if you're swinging, if you're pretty strongly have a double X or even extra soft and you want to reach, it's probably going to close up a little bit because it doesn't have the body, say, a soft or medium soft has. Uh, so you kind of define that right there, but what about a faster swing too? It's basically kind of the same thing. You know, the faster you're swinging, the motor's going to close up. So, uh, and some people, it depends on your delivery too. I mean, you might be a person that swings and then lets off, which would open it back up for yourself. It's just, but generally, in general, I would say, uh, you know, the more you swing or harder you swing, probably the firmer rope you'd want. What is the best way to store your ropes best places? I think the best place is a climate controlled place. It doesn't have to be perfect conditions, just as long as it's not overly cold or, you know, overly hot. The heat's probably the worst on it. Uh, or anything, but I think as long as you have it somewhere where it's out of the outdoor elements, that you'd be fine. How does the humidity affect ropes? Um, humidity is probably the rope's worst nemesis. Uh, it's, it's, makes them, it's hard on ropes because it gives them, kind of makes them pick up a little bit and not feel as quite as good. I can't explain technically what it does to it, but if anybody's had a rope and it's a hot, humid day, you, your rope just doesn't feel as good as it does on you know, a normal drier day. What would be some ways, if you're at a roping that's really humid, that you could help manage your rope a little bit better? I think, like I said, if, like you were talking earlier, if you can kind of keep it in the shade or keep it somewhere where it's not just sun beating down on it. Uh, but most importantly, I think, is the breaking process. I think if you broke in rope in right, then it'll help out a lot, no matter what. Even if you have to be stuck out all day in the sun all day, it'll make sure make it a lot better. Why are the seasons important for ropes? Uh, it's very important because we time different for different seasons. Obviously, like we talked about, if it's, you know, wintertime, a, a cold makes a rope softer and it makes it lose some of its kick. So we have to tie according to those conditions. And then if you buy that rope in that season and then use it in the opposite season, all those characteristics are going to go work against you. So it's definitely important. So this is the NXT. Uh, we came out this last year. Um, this was a, a niche we didn't have with our five-strand line. Um, this rope actually is a polyester blend, which gives it more weight, more tip weight, uh, a little bit heavier. Uh, we had heard people love the spider, but it wasn't quite heavy enough, especially like in windier conditions. And uh, so we can come up with this rope, which has actually more weight. And it's, it's not as, still has a nice body, but it's not as, I say deader. Some people don't like that term, but not as lively as maybe the spider is. Uh, polyester does that to a rope, kind of deadens it a little bit, makes it kind of stay more where you throw it. So that was a benefit of this rope. It kind of fit in a, a dimension of weight and size that we didn't have before with the spider. Right. So. And one thing I noticed too is I was using them. Uh, I've been a heat guy and a power line guy, uh, but it just seems like it hit right there in between those two a little bit. Like I like the smaller diameter rope, but I, I like the weight of the power line, and it just seemed like this rope had right there, that balance. There. Oh, for sure. And like I said, it, the, you know, it kind of has characteristics of a power line. It's kind of a hybrid between a power line and a spider. You know, we have the smoothest, the five strand and, and kind of the feel of that, but it has more weight and, and deadness like a power line does. So that's kind of where we went with that. This is the NXT. Like I said earlier, we came out of this year or last fall. And the purpose of this rope was, 
and this is what I use, and I, I like it a lot. Uh, but I like the feel of a power line and the way a power line hits, but uh, obviously I'm getting a little older, my shoulder is starting to give me some problems, and this rope is not quite as heavy, but still has the same characteristics. It's a poly blend heel rope, but not near as heavy, but when you put it there, you know, it has a nice big open gate and uh, just a nice solid feel, and I, I like that. Right. So, and that's what I've heard about it also, as well as like, you, you can rope a lot of different types of steers with it. You know, you can be roping fresh steers that are kind of, might be moving on and you need to have a tighter swing or kind of more aggressive swing to bigger, older steers that, where you just need to get gait down there. And, and it just seems like it's got that real good feel where you can kind of rope a, a big variety of cattle. Yeah, and I've had guys that like the power line, which is quite a bit heavier than this rope, but still like Brady Miner, he uses this jackpot with. You know, Buddy Hawkins has switched over to it. There's a lot of guys that used to use a power line that use this now that I didn't think they would because of the, the weight difference. But obviously it still hits the same way, and so that's why they like it. And what are they saying they like about it? Uh, the main thing, the same thing I just said as far as it's easier to get the rope speed up. Uh, it's not as hard on them, especially on the faster hitting cattle, to just get ahead of the steer, and then you still have the same characteristics when you put it down. Right. And this is a four strand? Yes, the, uh, the head rope is a five strand, and the head rope's a four strand. Okay. Was there any particular reason why you did that? There was actually, um, in our five strands, we only can make up to a medium. Uh, and I just felt like it was actually a niche that we didn't have in any of our heel ropes four or five as far as the weight area and the way it felt. So I felt like more people could enjoy it if I could make it harder. So we make this up to a hard medium and if it had been a five strand, it had been just a medium. Right. And so what do a lot of the pro guys like Buddy and Brady, what do they usually use on lays for this rope? Um, most of the, those guys use a hard medium. Now I have Corey Pesca who obviously won the world last year and he uses a straight medium soft. You know, he has unbelievable rope control and uh, he, he likes to even maybe touch on the softer side of medium soft. So right. it just depends on your roper. But majority of them are hard mediums, but you know, he uses a medium soft. A lot of people are shocked to hear that, but. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, when you look at his loops, you wouldn't think so, but. Yeah, that guy, he's got some skill. Yeah. Medium soft, has he always used a medium soft? No, he's fluctuated, he used to be mediums and he went to hard mediums and then uh, I knew right from the start when we made this rope that I was going to fit him because he likes a smaller rope. I used to have to make some smaller ones at one time but he he just had so much rope control and he didn't have to have to whoop it down there in the big you know the big gate and right. uh, I knew right when I sent it to him he'd like it and sure enough he says send me some more of those the finals so if I sent them to him maybe a month before NFR and that's what he used there. Yeah so worked pretty good for him too. Yeah, yeah not too bad. So in the, in the classic line, uh, the spider is probably the smallest diameter head rope we have. Um, it was a five strand. We came out of that in 2009. Um, it's been a big success. A lot of people like the five strand because it's smaller, but it has a, still has some weight because it's got more density in a smaller area. And uh, also the five strand gives it a smoother feel. So it's fairly snappy. Um, and it's really quick, has lots of body. So you can get by with a softer lay in this rope too. Because it's uh, even softer because it has a lot of body to it and a lot of snap. Um, Luke Brown used to use a lot. He's actually moved on to the next rope we're going to talk about here in a minute. But uh, the general public seems to really enjoy that rope. We sell quite a few of them. So, yeah. and one thing about the spiders that I've noticed is they're just they've got a real easy they're real easy to swing. You know, for yeah. someone that like they're wanting to help with the feel, and it's just an easy rope. It gets up nice and smooth. Uh, they stay open. They've got a ton of weight. You can really feel them, but they're a light rope that. Yeah. I think really makes it easy to swing. And that's why I recommend that for a lot of people that are starting off. It is lighter, easier to swing, so they can you know, be able to feel it, but not be too heavy, you know, get the plane right. And the other thing about it, too, is being the five-strand texture, a little smoother, they last a long time in the practice spin. 
you know, because obviously when they rough up, they get slower, but with that smoother feel, they seem to last a long time for practicing. So that's a nice quality about it too. So the Spider heel rope is the next size up. Uh, this is all nylon and it's same like the head rope. It has lots of body. Uh, that rope, the same thing, you can kind of get by with the softer lay and still, you know, if you really want to put it down, it'll stay open for you. Uh, same thing with this. You can practice these forever because the way the strands are, they hold, you know, rougher it gets, it's still a smooth feel and you can just, it lasts quite a while. So, And so what is, uh, what is some of the unique characteristics of the five strand? What type of feel that it offers for you? I think a lot of it's just the, you can get a smaller rope and still have some weight to it. And, you know, obviously the smoothness, and they're so fast. And some people, I will say, don't like them, especially brand new, because they don't feel like they're too fast, because they just snap shut really fast. Uh, but it just has that smooth feel, and, and a lot of guys of our endorsers said they love practicing with them, but when they get to the jackpot, they feel like they need a little firmer one than that, than a medium, obviously. But they just, you know, the practice with, they said they just feel the best. Joseph Harrison, he loves that rope. Right. Uh, but obviously, Rodeo wants something a little firmer, but uh, just has that smooth, nice body feel. Right, and that's one thing, like, it only runs up to a medium, correct? Correct. And it's just the same thing, getting it up and going, it's just really easy to swing. I think that that's, that's really important, especially for, you know, older guys or someone that's wanting to first, like, learn how to swing a rope, because it is so important to be able to manage your body position and not have to be cranking yeah. on a rope. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Next rope, which is one of our best sellers, is the heat head rope. Uh, we came at this, I believe, and don't quote me on that, but 2007, 2008, some of that area. Um, this rope was designed really back in the day, cattle were getting smaller. And, you know, we were going through, the team rope had grown. So we were going through the steers a lot faster and they get smaller horns and smaller and faster. And so we wanted a rope with lots of body, lots of snap. They didn't have the, the weight uh, at that point in time. All the ropes back then were heavier and deader. And so that's how this rope kind of came to be. But it's, it's uh, still a smaller size rope, but uh, has a nice body and, and definitely some snappiness to it. And, and this is an all nylon rope, and you will get to talk to people how people prefer polyester nylon, but uh, it's definitely a very consistent rope, and that's probably why it's one of their best sellers. Obviously, heat's third in our line as far as size and weight. Um, same thing we said about the head rope is developed because the smaller cattle getting smaller, one something with lots of body. This rope has lots of body. It's, uh, for, you know, and for faster hitting cattle, you can really get ahead of them. Doesn't weigh that much, but it really stays open nice. Um, and like I said, it's, it's tough as nails, uh, holds up really well. And that's when we, like I said, we developed it, uh, it is, it's really done well for us. So the general public likes it a lot. It's one of our best sellers. Well, my favorite thing about the heat is I can, if I'm riding a lot of Colts, I get some medium softs in and I can just swing them. And I feel like I can really, really ride my horse. And then when I get on a finished heel horse or a jam up heel horse and I want lots of stiffness, I can go to, you know, some of the hard mediums or the, just some of the stiffer end. Um, I usually, usually go with a medium a lot, but it just seems like that loop, it just stays down there. I mean, they're easy to, easy to swing, easy to lay it down there and just heel consistently with. I think that, I mean, I've won more money with a heat heel rope than I have anything else. I know yeah. that. They're, I believe that. They feel pretty dang good to me. Now this is the, the Powerline Light. This is uh, one of our favorites, especially for our pro-level guys. Um, I think the reason for that is being it's, it's a poly blend rope, so it has the heaviness versus all conditions. You know, if it's windy or not windy, it still has a weight to get there. Um, it has nice body, but it has tip weight, and kind of hits where you throw it. You know, at that point, I'm, earlier we talked about polyester 
at Dead and Rope, and that's kind of where this was just a good feeling <clears throat> rope that goes where you throw it. You know, there's not a lot of, some people like snap or more body, and this one's just kind of middle of the road, but they, all of our pro guys seem to really like it a lot. Right. One thing, too, I hear from a lot of the pro guys is getting a lot of loop to the steer, and that's, I mean, I've been using the power lines a lot for the last year, and that's what I've noticed. When you go to reach and you really stay with it, your rope just stays open and hits really well. I mean, I, I think that that's, that's probably one of the, my favorite things. And you see guys like, I, I hear like Driggers uses a, a medium soft, is that kind of? That's correct. He's, uh, he'll, he'll vary depending on conditions to a firm soft, but to a light medium soft, that's right. this. And then you get guys like uh, Derek Begay and Aaron Sinegini where they're kind of extra soft to softs, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Eric and uh, Derek both kind of use a firmer extra soft where Eric Rogers is a straight extra soft. So there's you know wide variety there, but they all like it for the same reason. It kind of stays right where they throw it. And here we're with the, the Powerline Light Heel Rope, which is uh, probably our professional's favorite. Uh, majority of my endorsers use the, the Powerline Light. And for same, probably the same figures they talked about, the XR4 Light kind of, all has great body, has plenty of weight, and like when you flip it down there, you know, it, it stays there. I mean, I can name off you know, 15 guys right now that all use this rope. It's just, you know, Polly's and Martin, and there's just a ton of them that use it. So uh, it's just a good feeling, heavy, balanced rope. In my opinion, it's the best heel rope out there by far. I mean, you guys had, was it 14 of the 15 NFR qualifiers this last year? We had, I believe, 14 healers out of 15. I think we had nine, nine or 10 headers. I'm not sure on the head, but I know we had 14 healers though. And a majority of these guys use this rope. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. like, I know Ryan Motes, he uses it in a medium. And then uh, Paul, he uses it pretty stiff, right? Paul's a medium hard. Uh, you know, like Billy Jack, he was a hard medium. Majority of them are hard mediums. Ryan, uh, Jade Corkle were mediums, right. firm, made firmer mediums. Uh, but everybody else is pretty much hard mediums. And then, uh, like, Paul, he's a medium hard. And uh, Jet Johnson, he tops the cake. He's, he uses the hardest one I can make. But that's pretty Travis cool. Graves is a medium hard. Okay. Yeah. So, those guys ever talk to you about that as far as like what why they def go with the like on a power line why they would go a medium hard or a hard medium as opposed to a medium? Uh, yeah, I, th I think a lot of it, you know, a lot of their swings and what they do, they, everything is going so fast. I think for those guys, they're trying to be as fast as they possibly can. That they they for a lot of their styles, I feel like they need something that. When they can just power through it, something say they hit fast, two hops fast, and they can just power through it and look it down there, and it'll stay open and sit where they want it to. Right. I think some of them other ropes that maybe more the general public likes because they're one, two, three, four catching them, where those guys don't have the luxury to do that. And if the saddle whack made them a little bit too much body in them, you know, maybe a little, I wouldn't say bouncy, but you know, what I'm saying, just can't throw it down there and wrap it back. Right. It's more forgiving. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, like a stiffer rope to me. You can rope the steer just a little bit at a time. Like for example, if he's like you're throwing on the first hop and he's just kind of coming up or going down, maybe you can get it in there and it'll still stay up. And like where a softer rope doesn't just stand. As... Yeah, you got to be more. I think more perfect position and timing on a softer rope. Right. And that's what makes Pesca so unbelievable. I believe. And Wesley Thorpe, you know, they can be everywhere with them soft ropes. A lot of my other indoors, like I can't believe you use a medium soft. You know. I'm like, yeah, but I think that's just a credit to them, but their styles are different than the other guys, you know. It's not one better than the other, it's just how they handle the rope. So. Well, and I think it's important, too, to realize if, I mean, even if you look at all the top 15 healers, the styles are not, no one really has the same swing. No. 
and, and to understand that we all swing a rope just a little bit differently. And so to, to know what type of feel you're going to get out of your rope, and it, I think it is to your advantage to, to know what it means when this rope is this stiff and the weight and, and what type of horse you're riding and factor all that in when you're picking out your ropes. I think it's really important because it, that's, why, that's why we like such a wide yeah. variety like we got here. Absolutely. It's just like a golf swing. You know, everybody swings different, but contact the ball is the same. You know, that's, as long as your delivery works, however you make it swing, you know. But I will say, through the years, everybody has gotten softer. When I first started doing this, it was medium, hard, big, you know. And I think the trend, of course, everything's gotten faster. And uh, so I think that's why everything's gotten softer and a little bit lighter than it used to be in the old days. Right. A lot of guys use mediums now. It just seems mm -hmm. like compared yeah. to eight years ago, that was a thing. Yeah. Now here we have the NV4. Um, now different from the head rope, the head rope is all nylon. Um, the reason we did that at, at that point in time was obviously the same kind of thing with the heat. The steers were getting a little smaller and so we, we had a bunch of heavier ropes at that point in time and we wanted to get some more body, some little snappier feel than a polyester rope at that point in time. So we came up with this and this is kind of in between sides of all our ropes. It's, it's not the smallest one we have but it's not the, not the biggest one. And uh, you know, Colin on Bonon uses these quite a bit, um, but th th it's a really good feeling rope. And uh, like I said, it's just kind of in the middle of the road where it's not too big, but not too heavy. What does Colin usually go with as far as lay? A hard medium. Hard medium. Yeah. And then Wesley, that's kind of what he's used pretty much his whole career, I would say. Yes. At least about 99% of the time, right? And he's a little like Pesca. He uses the medium soft. Yeah. 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 And so compared to like the heat uh, with the heel ropes, can you kind of take me through like where this rope would feel just a little different than some of your other heel ropes? Yeah, like all of our ropes are made with different nylons and different uh, characteristics. Well, the heat is a diff totally different nylon, obviously, but it has a tendency to have a little more body than this rope does. Um, it's hard to differentiate, to make things, I guess, talk about them differently sometimes because there's only so many terms you can use. But um, I'd say this is a little bit heavier than the heat and not quite as much body as the heat. Right. This is the NB4. It is a poly blend head rope. Uh, we came with this in, the, I think, I believe the mid 2000s. Um, and just was trying to get a, a a poly blend rope that was not quite as big. We used to have a greenback a long time ago and it was bigger, and uh, quite a bit bigger actually, pretty heavier. So we had downsized a little bit, trying to make something a little bit snappier, but still have the poly blend feel. And uh, that's kind of where this rope came from also. So compared to these like other ropes, this one seems like it has a little bit more body, a little bit more weight. Um, can you kind of explain the difference in feel on the NV compared to like uh, the last three head ropes that we went through? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's bigger in diameter obviously than the NXT. Um, it's a four strand. It, uh, the heat, I would say, has probably more body, so because it's all nylon. Nylon ropes tend to have more body than a polyblend rope does. So this one's kind of in between there. Um, this is just a touch smaller than the, uh, I'd say the, between the that and the power line light, they're fairly close in size, but the power line light has a little more weight to it than this one does. Right. Uh, so it's just a, you can say a lot of terms about different ropes, I guess, but it's, it just has some nice body, nice feel, and nice tip weight, and it's kind of in the middle of the road on the polyblend as far as size and weight. Now we're back here at the XR4s. Originally, you know, it was the original four strand ever, it was the XR4, and we do still make the true and we make the light. We made the light because as it's times change, the true is really big and really heavy. So we come up with XR4 light and it basically has the same character as the head rope. It's just, it's a little bit smaller than the true obviously, but it's still just a dead hit where you want it, you know, made not quite as much body as the previous ropes we, we felt or looked at. 
and uh, but just has a nice solid feel and kind of an old school feel. You know what's really unique I think about this rope is you're saying it's one of the very first four strands but I mean if you watch the top guys in the world at some point in time it just seems like all of them are using one at a jackpot. Like mm -hmm. I feel like they all have these in their rope bag. I mean yeah, I remember Joseph Harrison, pretty sure I've watched Jade. And just, Clint Summers, I mean, all yeah. guys, yeah. Why do you think that is? I, I think this rope, and I use this rope for a lot of years, and it's just it's so consistent. It's just the same feel, you know, it's just that I feel like sometimes you're fighting your head, you can just go this and be like, okay, I'm set there and it stays there and, you know, right. just has that solid feel. I don't know, It's but it's, like you said, a lot of people have used it and always go back to it a lot of times. And do you have a lot of guys use the trues still? I do not. There, I believe the trues are some people that just are, you know, really like the bigger ropes from the old days and still stick with them. But uh, most, the the Powerline Light heel rope is probably the biggest rope that I have that pro guys use anymore. Right. And here we have one of the original uh, four strands. This is the XR4 Light. Uh, we have a, also in a true, which is bigger than this. But the, this rope is just the old school, old nylon, just kind of heavy, uh, doesn't have as much body as our other ropes do. Um, if you think about uh, rope in the 90s, this is this is it. Uh, you know, we still sell quite a few, but that's it's kind of just the old school feel. Right. Just kind of a, not as quick of a rope. I mean, it's Correct. a little bit bigger of a swing. Like if you want to swing a rope real hard, that this one would be something to try out. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and when you throw it, uh, you know, head and heel and same thing, it just it hits where it stays. It's just a you know, a little bit deader feel line is quite as snappy as some of the other ropes we have. Right. So here we're at the Rattler line. Uh, these are the radar head ropes, and they are a poly blend head rope also. Now this is one of the smallest ropes we do make. It's fairly small in diameter, uh, but we added poly to it to give it some nice tip weight and some weight. Uh, another good rope I recommend people that are just starting that are, you know, because it's easier to swing, it's lighter, but it still has some weight to it from the polyester. I agree completely. And, and that's one thing I think is really important about these ropes is there's a ton of tip weight. And if that's something that you struggle with and you don't quite know where your swing is at, this is a great, great rope to, to swing and to use because it will, it really helps you get some good feel. They stay really open. I, I agree. I think that that's the perfect rope really for understanding where your tip's at. Yeah, I agree. That's what's crazy. We only have two ropes in the right line. Do you realize that? And this, this rope's won more world titles than any rope probably out there. Yep. But we only have two, but... Uh, um, so here we are with the GT4 head rope and is all nylon rope. It's a, uh, it's kind of that, uh, it's not a big size rope, but it's not a, a small size either. It's just got a nice solid feel that the nylon this is different. We use other stuff and it, I feel like it's uh, not the most body in it, but it's just a, a good mixture of, I would say between any, like a, a, between a heat and a power line, this is what, you know, what you'd want. It, uh, Clay Smith uses this quite a bit. Um, it's done really well for us too, and it just has a nice, solid feel. Yeah, you know, Luke used it the last couple of years of the finals, right? At the because he liked it just because of the weight, and you know, the, he loves the the other ones. But at the finals, where he's being so quick in the bigger steers, he wanted just a little more weight to. Excuse me, the power line was too too heavy, right. you know. So that's why he went with this. Definitely. Uh, I mean, if, especially for an advanced header, if you're looking at reaching and really stepping your game up, I think that going from, if you use a smaller rope and you're really wanting to 
focus on keeping your rope open. This and the power line is a great rope to, to play with and to yeah. see how your loops work because... I get a lot of guys that get these and the power line, just like you said, jackpotting with these and they rodeo with the power lines. Yeah. Um, hill ropes, uh, obviously this is the GT4. We have to make it in light and the true. The true was the first one originally. And then the light came about because I had guys uh, that liked that rope, but they, it's just a little bit heavy for me. So. Uh, I, I tell you the year, but I'm not really exactly sure what year we came out with the light, but uh, this rope has won multiple world titles, you know, Colin, Walt Woodard, Ren Adams, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but uh, it's done really well and it's one of our best selling hill ropes. It's just got an, it's, a, it's not the smallest hill rope, but it's right there towards the smaller side of the hill ropes and uh, just has a nice body, nice feel, stays pretty consistent. And do you think these run a little bit lighter than the power lines? Is that? Is Absolutely. That Right. Yes, quite a bit lighter than the power lines, yeah. And it seems to me like they got a body, a, like a power line, is how I describe it, but just a little bit lighter and easier to swing than a power line. I agree with that. And, you know, they don't, they're not bouncy, even though they have body, and that's what's nice about them. You should have some nice body, but they're not, not bouncy or, you know, they just, like I said, uh, nice balance feel. Yeah. And then, uh, do you, I mean, I know like Travis Graves, he uses them about as, about as stiff and as big as you make them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, and he's actually went down a little bit here lately, but right. they, you know they all kind of vary back and forth a little bit. But yeah, one time it was medium hard, hard I can get them. And yeah. uh, do you have some guys that use quite a few of the mediums too in this sleigh? Um, there is a few, you know, like Nick Sarche, he uses a medium soft, which he ropes really good. Right. And uh, at the majority of the guys are probably hard medium enough. You know, Colin used these for a long time, and he has what he used too. Yep. So. And here we have the radar. It's a poly-blended heel rope, it's probably, uh, it's not quite as, it's between the PG4 and the Powerline Light, I guess you'd say. Uh, it's a poly-blend. We just tried to find a niche that was between those two ropes. We came up this quite a while back also. Um, and just, a, it's a good feeling rope, but it's, it's not quite the heaviness the Powerline Light has, but if you want something a little more than a GT4 Light was, that's where this kind of niche fell into. Right, like for Gila that really likes to use their tip and yeah. know where their tip's at. This is yeah. a, a great rope, I think, to use. It's kind of got that type of feel to it. Yeah. Also, guys, it would mean so much to me. Just rate this podcast five stars. Help us out. We appreciate everything you guys do and for listening. Thank you.